In book of today's daf is daf lamid gimel in the Durham. Today uh, we're learning today for Ilu uh, Nushama of Sammy Abramson's mother Shoshana Bas Aaron Halevi. Start from the beginning of the parak on the bottom of lamid beis and base. Again, we're talking about Ruvain made an editor. He said, you know, Konim uh, are all your assets. So he told Shimon, all your assets uh, should be offered to me like a carbon. And we get, to, we get to the question, of course, what defines pleasure? Can't have enough from you. So again, uh, like you said the other day, uh, yeah, that is, I, I, I can get pleasure this way, right? What's pleasure? You know, there's a, there's a subjective idea of what's pleasure. And then there's what the Gemara defines as pleasure, which of course many times is a machlokas. What is considered hano? So we have different machlokas in the Gemara, and what is objectively what's considered hano? And hano is direct hano, not indirect hano, but literally where the guy is giving him something, giving him some benefit. So there's two kinds. First, the Mishnah says, well, in one case, you could say, listen, I'm not going to have any. I don't want any food from you. That's a simple word. We're going to we're going to we're going to uh, expand on that. But I don't want any food from you. No food. I'm not taking any food from you. Okay, that's one way. The other way is I don't want any pleasure from you. So the Gemara says, the mission says right away, what's the difference between if I say I don't want any pleasure from you, period, or just regarding the food? Well, there's obviously, there's a big difference there, right? So the Gemara, the mission explains. Eladrisus Arego, trampling of the foot, meaning if I say I don't want any pleasure from you at all, Right, all your anything you give me pleasure. Let's say uh, there's a shortcut through your house to get to shul or uh, through your yard. Can't do that. Can't having pleasure that way, right? I'm directly having that up. Physically having pleasure instead of walking two miles, I'm walking one mile. Okay, so Jesus regal or v'kelim shein b'asim nefesh. Let's say there are uh, vessels or uh, you know uh, could be clothing, any any item that have nothing to do with cooking. With making food, okay. So, for example, we'll give an example. Let's say a shirt. Okay, I, I, if a man says, "I don't want to have any," I, I can't. Ruvain for bad again in the proper lotion of a, of a netter for bad having any enough from Shimon, so he can't borrow Shimon's shirt because he's having pleasure. Right, putting on a shirt, he's having definitely having pleasure there. However, however, uh, if he only said, um, "I'm not going to have any food from you," any let's call it food pleasure, any food pleasure then he could have, he could borrow his shirt, unless, as we'll see, unless borrowing his shirt is normally, not borrowing, but normally you get paid for it. You want to borrow a shirt, it's a dollar a day. So if I borrow the shirt, I'd say, I say I'm not having a, I only forbid myself to have any food pleasure from you, but if I borrow your shirt and you don't charge me, and it's a normally a dollar a day, so you're giving me effectively a dollar. With a dollar, I can buy a sandwich. That's really having enough from that's that's that would be also for even even when he only forbade himself from having food pleasure. You, you'll see why I call it food pleasure, not just food. We'll see. So again, the difference between generally making uh, forbidding all versus generally uh, versus just food is uh, things like that are not involved in food, walking through your yard, uh, borrowing items when there's no money involved, when, when they don't really charge for that. I can't borrow your shirt. Uh, if I forbid all I know, but if I only forbid I know of food, well, the shirt's not food, your trousers or whatever. Okay, it goes on. Again, if you forbid food pleasure, here's the Kiddush. You can't even borrow things which are used in producing food. Nafa, a sifter, a kibra, a sieve, rechayim, a mill, a tanner, an oven, all those things used in food preparation. 
So again, if I forbade myself having food from you, now the Gemara is going to say, what do you mean? Food is food. I didn't talk about preparing food. I just said food. I said, I'm not going to come and eat. Your, your, if I can't even borrow items to create food. Yes, we'll see why in the Gemara. The Russian is, he didn't just forbid himself from having food. He, the, the Gemara is going to explain this and going to detail what this, what the actual, what the, what the, what the netter was. So the Chiddush over here is, Ron explains, you might think, okay, maybe that means he can't uh, uh, just, he can't, you know, things that are like the, the pot that they cook in or things like that. Maybe that would be uh, this, but this is sort of like a, you know, a pot. If I eat just for bad food, so you might say, okay, food is food, and then things which directly cause the food to be made, like uh, like the pot that you're cooking in, things like that. Or a a spit that you uh, that you roast the thing on. Maybe that's literally, you know, that would be forbidden. But these things, like the Ron's lashon, it's a going, it's a cause of a cause. It's indirectly, indirectly. You can't eat the result. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can't, you uh, again, you 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 can't eat the result, but you can't even have enough from the things that are that from these items that are going to bring you to that result. So he says, well, Yeshana, never have you can't even borrow those things. That's the point. We forbade the food. The Gemara is going to say, what do you mean? If I only forbade the food, the food is the food. The Gemara will explain it means any any hanah that can lead to food. So you should never have a avomashal, but you could borrow chalikishur tavasa ring tavalis is a you know a cloak or garment an outer garment yizamim nose rings. In other words, uh, you know, clothing and jewelry and things that you wear is not food. So that would be okay. What's the Chiddush net? We'll see if there's any Chiddush net. Now, who is the author of this idea uh, that you can't have any hano at all? In other words, when you say you're not going to have hano from somebody, Dresus Orego, you say, if I'm not going to have any hano from you, can't even walk in your yard. Zenan of Zelochaser, right? If people come in your yard, what, what? You know, if you don't have, uh, you know, tomatoes planted over there and there's no harm in it, you got, in fact, you got a sidewalk going through there. What harm is there? It's Zenhenna of Zelochasa, right? Uh, but it's Zenhenna, he's having a no. So who is, does everybody agree with it? No, it's Machlokas. Mantana, who is the author of our Mishnah? Amar Rabbelezer, it's a Machlokas between Rabbelezer and the Chachamim, whether, the, the, why he's at the time, Rabbelezer, 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 is what you give away easily. You give it away. What is that example? If you go into a store and you buy a, a bushel of apples, let's say, a big bear apples, the guy throws in another apple or two. He's not mocked about that. That's called viter. So, uh, so the Rabbanans say, you know, that's not Hanah because uh, nobody considers that anything. And what is the Hanah? What's the definition of Hanah? The Rabbanans say that's okay. But Rabbanan says, no, Rabbi Pasch, like Rabbanan, let's know if you forbid Hanah, you're getting Hanah. Even like an apple or some little thing that they they would that the uh, seller would give to you for nothing, he just throws it in. That's also usur matarnah. That's if he forbade all pleasure from the guy. So if Ruven said, "I'm not going to have enough from Shimon," and he made such a netter, he can't even walk in his yard and he can't do anything. He can't borrow his shirt, not any pleasure at all, because it's direct pleasure. He's giving him something. So now we get to the top of Lamed Gimel. We talk about food. Says Gemara, Why do we say that you can't borrow the utensils, the uh, the, the kitchen, the kitchen, uh, the kitchenware? Let's call it the kitchenware, or the oven and stuff like that. He says he only forbade himself from eating food. I'm not going to take any food from you. He didn't say an oven or a mill or or a sieve or anything like that. Oh, this is what he said. He didn't really say food. He said the hana of your food should be ushered to me. 
I can't have any enough from your food. Okay. So, Ema, so first of all, that doesn't really mean the utensils. He said, I'm not from your food. What does that mean? So, maybe, so Mars says, maybe, Ema so one of the ways that they used in those days for medicine, you know, they didn't have antibiotics and all kinds of salves and ointments and things like that. They would take some raw wheat, chew it, get it liquidy, and then put that on the wound. That would be, so that's, that's the hana of your food. You give, you have wheat, you know, wheat is your food. Uh, maybe that's what it means. I can't have enough from your food. Not only can I eat your food, but even food that I might use that I get pleasure from that's not not eating. I just wouldn't using it as a cell. Would, would be considered like medicine. It would not yes. Be, yeah. Would not be. Food. Yeah. Uh, it's it, it's medicine, but I'm using your food as my medicine. I said I I don't want to have any pleasure from your food. That's what he said. The for the pleasure of your food. I don't no no pleasure from your food now. Normally, the pleasure food is food, right? But if I use the food as a medicine, maybe you could think of some other cases too where food is used as a medicine. Uh, maybe that's what he means. Maybe that's what he means. I can't have enough from your food. Meaning, whether I eat it, whether I use it as a as a uh, salve or a, or a medicine or you know some sort of a remedy, uh, maybe that's what he means. But again, why would the sieve and the sifter and the uh, oven be also? Amarav, you're right. Now, our Gumar reads ma'achalcha, right? But if you look at the Ran very carefully, he changes it to ma'achal. Because ma'achalcha, alai, ma'achalcha, it's not hanah that leads to your food. It's hanah, any pleasure of yours that can lead to food, uh, would bring food, would be usher on me. That's what he said. That's what the mission means. When he says, he doesn't say food. He doesn't really mean that because if you have food, then you could borrow these uh, kitchenware. But he said, any pleasure that can bring to food, that can produce food, is also any any pleasure that could really, it's really any that I could receive uh, that would lead to from you, that would lead to food is also on me. That's the case of our Mishnah. Okay. Amra Papa. So, okay, so we said in our Mishnah. That you can't borrow a sieve and a, sift, a sifter and a sieve and a, and a mill and a ton, even things like that. What about more than that? Or our purpose is like this, even more. Sock lovey Paris. I need a bag. I need a bag. Last night I had the kids picking the tangerines. What do they call them here? Uh, the clementinas from my tree, you know? They needed bags, right? You need a bag to collect the food. So what about a food to bring to Paris? That would also be forbidden. Because it's a something of yours which can lead to food, right? The chamor even a donkey that will bring, that will schlep them, that will bring the food. even a basket. All those things. I can't borrow your basket, your your donkey to schlep the food or whatever, or a bag, a sack, because that's all bringing food. So that's the big case that Rapub is telling us. Even these things, you might think, okay, in the Mishnah we saw things literally involved in the preparation of the food, but you might say that these things are a little bit far removed. And he says, uh, the, mils, uh, the Ron says, right where the lines get widest, uh, this is what he comes out. If he just said, I'm not going to have food, ain't no bachila. And that's how he comes out here. If I said, I'm not going to have that enough from your food, that's food. I could borrow your sifter, I didn't, that's not your food. Right, he's allowed anything else. He said the hanah of your food should be asur on me, then of your food, then asur b'achila, but asur l'oschitim. You can't eat it, and you can't uh, chew the uh, wheat and use it for us for a wet remedy. I'll get makaso because he said the hanah of your food. 
If I said the hana of your food should be also me, okay, the hana of your food, it has to be your food, your wheat, your sandwiches, your bread, whatever, your bananas, whatever, I can't have enough from that. But if, and, but I would be allowed to use your sieve or sift for things that are that are uh, used in preparation. In the second of the widest lines here in Ran, if he says, if it, I know the leading uh, to food, he doesn't say machalcha, machalcha doesn't work as well. It's, it's any I know of yours, any I know that I get from you, which could bring to, which can you be used to produce, to, to bring bring food to me, bring food, either producing the food, schlepping the food, that's also bachil, but also lishal enough of a kiver. But because he said anything can bring the food, but this is not, now it's not food, now it's a remedy. So if he just chewed it and used it as a room, it's not, it's not using it for food, then it would be also because there is men specific. It's got to be something that could bring to food. Now it's not bringing to food. Now it's being used as a remedy. That would be okay. So the Ram makes that difference at the end of the Gemara. So now, so Rapapa added on and he said, you know, anything that brings the food, even a bag or a donkey or a sack, whatever, anything about a basket, is awesome. What about this? Rapapa raises this question. Boy, Rapapa, what happens if it's not preparing the food, bring me the food? Any I know of yours, any I know that you're giving me that will lead the food, will bring food to me, would be forbidden. So he said that includes uh, all preparatory items, kitchenware, uh, animals to bring the food, anything like that. What about me going to the food? What about me going to the food? Not the food coming to me, not Hana of yours that will lead me to get food either by producing it or bringing it to me. What about, uh, what about a horse? Can I borrow your horse so I can go to town and have a meal at a restaurant? Is that, would that be forbidden here too? Or Tabasli or give me a very fancy, it's like a signet ring that'll make me look like an important person. Or give me a, they'll give me a nice table and a nice portion, something like that. Uh, or Mefsik Mezel Bare, or what about going through your land? We didn't forbid him, you know, El Hana, just forbid any Hana of yours that will lead to food. Okay, but can I can I can I use your short can I use your your yard as a shortcut now to get to the food? In other words, in all these cases, you're going to the food. The food's not coming to you. My what's the halacha there? Tashma. So he wants to bring a proof from our Misha. Misha says Avomashalo Chalak. Misha said that we only forbade, let's call it food pleasure. Uh, Mashalo, you can you can borrow a shirt, chalik, all these you know uh, uh, accessories. You can you can borrow all those things. What's the case? You can borrow things. If it's time you're going to borrow the nose rings and the shirts and the clothes and things like that, not to be seen in them, you're just borrowing them. Stam, you know, I I I forbade myself to have any food pleasure from you, so I can borrow your shirt. Okay. What's the big deal in that? If if the shirt is to make me look important and they'll give me more food, they'll give me a nicer portion or something like that, I can understand the chiddush in that. But if he's simply saying I can borrow a shirt, of course I I said food. I don't want. I, I said I can't have any food pleasure from you. What does a shirt have to do with food? What's the chiddush in that? Even Mitzalos not to be seen in them to get more food. So tzrichah mitzvah chiddush. There's no chiddush. El alava fil rosbran. El mai must be even to be seen in them. Even if I'm going to borrow a shirt. And the shirt will lead me to get a better portion or to help me with food. That's okay. But Tani Mashiun said you could do that. So what do you see? That if it's me getting the food, it's not the food bring coming to me. But if it's it's you're helping me in a way that will lead me to get more food, that would be okay. It's more low. You can't prove that. Lolim shlois is not talking about that at all. We can't prove it from there. Maybe uh, the, the shirt is stam to wear a shirt. So why was the chiddush? And there's no chiddush. 
And since in the Mishnah we talked about things that you can't borrow, the beginning Mishnah says, don't borrow a sieve and a sifter and things like that. So Tanah Seif Mashiach tells you things that you could borrow, but there's no Chiddush in that. Therefore, we can't prove the Shiloh. Rapapa said, yes, if I borrow a sack or uh, a donkey to bring the payrolls or um, or whatever, what, what was the other one that he said, or a basket or a sack or something like that to bring the payrolls, that's included too, because I'm getting enough from you, which is leading to the food. But what about if you're helping me to get to the food? You're helping me in some way. You're aiding me to go out and get more food. Is that is that that's more indirect? But is that forbidden or not? So the Gemara doesn't answer that. Shiloh and the Ron says, like he says in many cases, the Ron says that Ulein um, Yanalocha. Uh, if you look down about ten lines from the bottom of the page in the Ron, Ulein Yanalocha Boy Shita. The Gemara did not decide that question. So we go lechumra, and you may not do those things. So when you forbade having all anah from you, uh, food pleasure, any anah of you, uh, that that would lead to food, any anah that would lead to food is forbidden on me. That would also be usher. Us. Now the next mission that goes on is really a continuation of the of the first mission. It's like it goes on. This is all a discussion of Washington Um Here, yeah, here, but here. The, the question is not so much Lashem Adam. the question is what's Hanoah? Before, in the previous paragraph, we were talking more about what is Lashem, what does he mean by that, if he doesn't interpret himself? And that's also open, depends on the individual, right, in different shitas. Here we're talking about what's Hanoah, and Hanoah is, is many times a subjective. Even if it's not Lashem Even if it, no, it's, it's, it's pretty soon, it's pretty much assumed, you know, the Hanoah of having a push. Now, this, here is a difference if he said, I forbid myself food, or I forbid myself any hana of your food, of your food, it's got to be your food, can't be a sifter or a sieve, right? Or we come out, what are we really mean in the Mishnah? I can't have hana uh, of, um, of anything of yours that will lead me to get food. Anything that will lead me to food, which the Ron says, therefore, in the case where I, you give me wheat and I chew it and I put it on my, on my hand or on my wound, that would be okay because it's not leading to food. So it's only something that can lead to food. So I think we're defining we're simply what is considered pleasure in these cases where you forbid the food or you forbid everything. And he said, when you forbid everything, you can't, we're going like the Shita of Rabbi Lezer who says, when I forbid everything, you can't even walk on your yard. According to Rabbanan, you're allowed to. Rabbanan Pligileh, the Ron at the top of this page says, Pligileh, that's the whole idea. What is considered Hanah? Rabbanan, they disagree. What's Hanah? What's considered Hanah? Just to walk in your yard? That's not considered Hanah, certainly where it's, uh, you know, even though we say, um, you know, it's Hanah, but what's considered Hanah halachically? You could, you could always define pleasure. What's pleasure to one person, not pleasure to another person, right? But, uh, but like we say a difference between, there's, we can understand between a physical pleasure and a psychological pleasure. But here we're talking in general, what it means is that you forbid me getting something from you, something uh, physical. Uh, what was the word you used, Michael? Something, um, you know, like... Uh, Okay, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> no, like you were talking about something, like a real physical pleasure. You gave me money. You took away money. You know, something, huh? Something and tangible, right? Not something that's just like, you know, just uh, some, uh, but I'm, you know, something that was, yeah, usually that's what I know it means. That's what we're trying to define over here. But we see there's different sheets. Right? Anything. So this is really like a continuation of the last Mishnah. And some, some in the Mishnah, brings it down together. That, you, what could you borrow when you forbade yourself having, like, again, to, to, to shorten, I just say food pleasure. Any pleasure of yours that can lead to food, 
I forbid myself on you, but I could borrow your shirt, your ring, your your cloak, your nose rings, and anything that doesn't that doesn't involve food, your shoes, you know, your car. It's not food, right? But as I mentioned before, if though any of these items, instead of you, you're lending them to me, you can, I can borrow those things from you. But if normally people pay for those things, right? Normally people pay for that. So if you pay for that and you're not charging me, so you're giving me, I know you're saving me the dollar that it would cost to borrow those things. And with that money, I money I could buy food. So that means our Mishnah, the first part of Mishnah is speaking about the Rasha is speaking about even when you don't pay for those things like the sieve and the sifter, even if you don't pay for them, if you forbade yourself from eating food, even the food pleasure, can't have enough from them. Mantan, who's the author of this? I'm Ravada Barava, the same thing like we said in the Gemara before, Rebbe goes to Blesser that says that any pleasure at all is is uh, forbidden from these things, even if you don't normally uh, get paid for it, but you're having pleasure, you're having direct pleasure because you forbade yourself from having ana that can lead to food, and this could lead to food. Now the Mishnah takes another step. Hamura here we're gonna get a little more complicated. Shokolo with shiklo. We know everybody has to give a chatzi shekel, right? At the end, at Ador for the new Karbonus and Nisan. Can I pay your shekel? Well, you know what? I'm not giving you any money. I'm not giving you any money directly. I'm saving you maybe. Maybe I'm saving you some money, but you know what? If you didn't pay the shekel, it's not the end of the world because we know that the Korbanos are given for all the Jews, whether they give the shekel or not. So he says, if Reuben again says, I'm not going to borrow from Shimon. And this is all Hanoi. This is not the food. We're done with the food. Now we're talking about I'm not going to have any Hanoi from you. So Shimon can pay Reuben's shekel anyway. Shokel or shiklo. We'll see, this is this also is not according to everybody, we'll see. And he could pay off his loan. Pay off your loan? What do you mean? Reuben has a loan. He's got to, he borrowed money. He's got to pay it back. Shimon goes and pays off the loan for him. He's allowed to do that, according to one sheet. According, we're going to see we pass that way. That's Hanan Shita, because why? And Shimon found his item. Reuben lost an item. Reuben said, I'm not going to be enough from Shimon. Shimon found the item. Can he return it to Reuben? Is he giving him pleasure? He's giving him back his own item, right? He's giving it back to him. Isn't that a pleasure? No. So he's allowed to do those things. Why? Because, as we'll see, the Gemara's brain, he's only, in the case of returning a loss, he's just giving him back what's, what belongs to him. He's just giving him back what's this. He's not giving him anything new. That's not considerable. Of course, the guy's going to be pleased by getting his item back, right? But it's not considered at all. And the same thing with paying off his loan. Because, yeah, he did pay off the loan, but maybe uh, if he wouldn't have paid off the loan, you know, so what? He didn't give him back the money directly. He would have been a, uh, you know, he would be considered a Russia for not paying back his money, but he didn't give him back the money directly. Okay, wait a minute. In this last case, where where he returned, Shimon returns his, the item to Ruvain, sometimes in some places they said, listen, if the finder takes the time to return the item, right, there's a chief to return an item, right? Right, there's a mitzvah to return. Shabbos is a mitzvah, but the custom was that you got paid for that. You return the item, you know. I give you a, what, a you know, that's a different different meaning to finder's fee. Yeah, but you know, it's a, a that's a finder's fee. You know, it's a different it's lends a new meaning to finder, right? Yeah. But it's a finder's fee. He, you know, he gives him a, he gives him a fee for that. Now, wait a minute. If that's the case, if that's the case, when Reuven again, Reuven forbade he can't have an offer from Shimon. And Shimon returns his item. That's okay. But if if Reuben's supposed to pay Shimon, and Shimon doesn't want to 
uh, doesn't want to take money for it. He's a tzaddik and he doesn't want to take any money. No, I want to do a mitzvah, I want to take any money. So he's effectively giving Reuben back the money. He's being mochel the money. So then Reuben has to give the money to Hagdish, not to have enough, because then he's getting enough. In other words, Shimon now gave him, let's say, uh, $10 worth. Of, there's a fee of $10 for returning the item. And Reuben's supposed to pay that. And if Shimon doesn't want to take, if Shimon takes the money, that's fine. Because Reuben's giving him the money, not Shimon. Not, uh, the, Re- Reuben can't have enough from Shimon, but if Reuben's giving money to Shimon, that's okay. But if Shimon refuses to take the money, and Reuben really owes him the money, and, and he, he says, I don't want your money, and Reuben keeps the money, then he's getting pleasure, then he has to give a not tagage. Let's look at the first case. So, uh, loan is up. It's no different. The loan, the, the, it's not, the, what do you mean? In the case of re- returning the item? No. Returning the item. Yeah. Different because that's because that's direct because that's directly because, loan, you see, because no no that no that no it's not it is but he's not giving it directly see in the case of the last item when Reuben is supposed to pay Shimon the money right mm-hmm. and Shimon says no you keep it I'm, I'm also you keep the money so he's giving it's it direct, directly and in, in the end where's right, right whereas the case where Shimon is paying off the creditor paying off the bank so it's not directly to Reuben and therefore it's mutter because he's not paying him directly Alma so what do you say? When he pays off his loan, when he's paying off the loan, or when he's paying his, his, his shekel, what he's simply doing is he's pushing away the lion. He's chasing away the lion. The lion's running after you. It's an expression. The lion's running after you. I chase away the lion or the dog. You know, I'm chasing away. They're coming after you. I'm just chasing him away. And he's allowed to, but this isn't this, this is not agreed on by all. Mantan, who's the author? This Hosha. Zu divrei Hanan. This is the famous sheet of Hanan. We had it in Shabbos not not long ago. We, we'll see it in a minute. Machlot So this goes like Hanan, who says that you pay off somebody's uh, debt, uh, you're not really giving him adad directly, and um, in fact, he can't come after you for the money. He can't come after you for the money. I mean, I mean you can't go after him. You pay off his debt, you can't then claim it from him. As we'll see. Rav Amar Afil Tem like everybody. Even the Chachamim say that. We'll see the Machlokas Hanan in a second. He's going to explain the, the, the missions that are being brought down in a minute, according to Mission Sufis. Where Zafil de Rekol, why? Gabi Mudurano, it's speaking about the Yavle al Menashalofro, Lefroa. What are you going to say? So, like this, that when he when he paid when he paid off the loan, it's speaking about a loan that he doesn't really, have, that, uh, that uh, Ruben doesn't have to pay back. Sometimes somebody lends you money and you say, you know what? If you pay me back, that's fine. If you don't pay me back, no problem. You don't really owe me the money. If you don't want to, you don't have to pay. So Rubba, it's a little bit of a Doha case, but Rubba says that. Rubba says, no, we're speaking. And everybody would agree in that case. Everybody agreed that if Ruben doesn't really have to pay back the loan, the guy lent the money and he said, if you want to pay back, fine. If you don't want to pay back, that's also okay. Now Shimon went and paid off the loan. Okay, so he's getting some pleasure that he's not considered a scoundrel that, you know, you borrow money, don't pay back. But it's not considered at all because he didn't have to pay it back. And the Ron points out, so what's the, what about the case of paying off the shekel? Shekel could also be many cases where, you know, if you remember we had an Shkolem, if you, pay, if you sent your Shkolem and they got lost or stolen on the way to the base of Migdash, right? So uh, it doesn't make any difference when they're Torah, when they take the money out from the base of Migdash treasury uh, to buy their Kobanos, they do that on behalf of all the Jews in the country. Uh, the ones who, who contributed already, the ones who didn't contribute, right? the ones whose money was lost. So it's also possible there that Rebbe says, it's speaking about where he didn't have to pay the shekel anymore because he already paid it, except it got lost. So if you paid it for him on behalf of him, he didn't really owe it anyway. And that's what Rebbe says. Rebbe says, the mission is speaking about, not, a, not like Hanan, who says that 
if you just pushed away somebody's obligation, uh, you're not, you're, you're, you didn't really give them an awe and uh, they can't make the claim back from you because all you did is you chased away the line. But the Chachamim say, no, that would be Hanah if you paid back his loan or gave a shekel. Here it's speaking about where he didn't have to pay the loan. He was, uh, he was absolved from paying the loan and he didn't have to pay the shekel. That's why it's okay. Now, where's this machlots from the Chachamim? My Hanan, what's that case? The time we had this, we remember this from Shabbos. Mishael from A man went overseas for Ahmed and, his, and he didn't, he left his wife some money, but there wasn't enough. After a while, she ran out of money and she had no food. Ba'amad Echad, a guy got up there in the town, and uh, he gave his wife money. And he didn't say, Ron points out, and he had the Gemara there, he didn't say, I'm lending you money. You want to borrow some money from me, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Jones? You want to bar- borrow some money? I'm lending you the money. Then she has an obligation to pay it back because she borrowed the money. And if she doesn't have any money, she can go, she has to pay him back and get the money from her husband. But over here, the guy didn't do that. He just saw that she didn't have food. He gave her food. He went and gave her food. Hanan Omar, even as most of he's lost his money. He's, he's lost his money. You, you nobody asked you to do anything. It wasn't a formal loan. You gave her food. That's it. So you've lost your money. Nechlo disagreed with Hanan. But they said, he should swear how much he spent, but he can claim it back from the husband. In other words, money that he laid out, he can claim back. You don't say that he's just that he just you know threw his, threw his money away. No, he did it, he, and he can claim it back. That's the chamshita. Amr Abdos Benekas Kedibrayim, and Abdos Benekas went like them. Amr Abiyachem Azakai, but Abiyachem Azakai said no. Yafar Machanan. That's the halacha. The halacha is like Hanan. Hanan said good. He niach most of Nobody asked you. Nobody asked you for a loan. It's charity. It's charity. It's, char- it's like charity. It's like charity. Just like charity. It's like even in a, right now, you know, he it is charity at the end of the day. But obviously, he's trying to get back the money. When the husband came back, if he says, "Listen, you know, I, I laid out a thousand dollars of food for your wife," he says, "No, nobody asked you. It was no deal. It wasn't a formal loan." He needs most of all carrots. It's like you're putting money there too. So according to the Tanakama. Who's that? That's Rav Hoshia. Rav Hoshia says, you know what? Our mission goes like Hanan. You put your money out. Nobody asked you to do anything. Nobody asked you for a loan. You went and paid off his loan or paid off his shekel. That's your tough luck. There's no, there's no obligation to pay you back. And is since since that's the case, you're not considered you're not considered as if having given him a no that he owes you back the money. Our mission goes like Hanan. Rav says no. So Rava, Rava said, no, our mission goes like everybody, but it's speaking my case where he doesn't really owe the money. Rava, why didn't Rava come? He'd rather say our mission goes like everybody, not just like Hanan, but even like the Chachamim. As we see, those of the went like the, like, like the uh, B'nai Khan Dome, they, they felt that uh, the guy's entitled, you laid out money, you're entitled to get it back. If you're entitled to get it back, you gave him a no. It's like you're giving him directly to him. It's like you lent the money, he owes you the money. Whereas Hanan says, no, you laid out, that's your, you laid out, you laid out, nobody asked you, you paid off his loan or you did this. No, you're not giving him a no, and uh, you don't get any, you don't get anything back. Rav Hoshilom, a Karab, Rav Shilom, a Karab, why? Gzeira Shiloh, Gzeira Shiloh, so Rav didn't want to give, say, Rav Hoshilom's answer, because like, I want to say it like everybody. Rav Hoshilom didn't want to like Rav, because Rav's case is, Rav says the case only works where he doesn't have to pay back the money. But you were afraid if even if, where he doesn't have to pay back the money, we make Xavier Shalifra Mishum Lifra, because in case where he would have to pay it back. So you wouldn't want to say this halacha that it's not considered giving him an uh in, in, in this case, that he allowed to pay back his loan or pay off the uh, the shekel 
because we're afraid if you say he's allowed to do it in that case, he'll say I'll do it in the case where he does have to pay, where the you're, you're limited to a very to a very specific case where, where he doesn't have to pay back the loan. He was given the money, I'm gonna say he doesn't have to pay back the loan, or uh, or he already paid the shekel and it was lost, uh, lost in root or something like that. That's that's tough to make a lot of that way because we're afraid we should, if you say that you don't have to pay back there. You know, we're we're afraid you'll say the same thing in a case where you do have to pay back the loan. So he wouldn't, we wouldn't, he wouldn't agree with the halacha in that case. He wouldn't agree with that. He wouldn't agree with what Rava posits that in a case where he doesn't pay back the loan, uh, that only in that case he doesn't have to. Uh, he doesn't. It's not considered giving him an all. He says no. We would make a zero there too. Maslo So so let's understand something. The case we outlined was where Ruben said, "I can't have enough from Shimon." So what do we say? Shimon though can return his lost item, right? Shimon can return Reuben's lost item. Is he giving an awe to Reuben? Well, apparently he is. Reuben's happy to get his item back, but no, he's only giving back what's, what's his and therefore he's allowed to. Again, where Shimon, who's returning the item, his nechassim are usher to Reuben. Reuben's the balaveda, he's the one who lost the item, the loser, he's the one who lost his item. And that's the case that we're speaking about a mission, like we've already said. Right? Because when Shimon returns Reuven's item, you say, well, he's giving him pleasure. The guy, Reuven lost his item and Shimon's giving it back to him. Made him enough shake him out of He's just giving him back what's his. Again, he's not adding on to his bank account anything. Reuven lost his item and Shimon is making, is making him whole again. That's not, of course, he's getting, uh, you know, he's getting some psychological pleasure. But he didn't give me, he didn't increase his bank account by one cent. I didn't give him anything directly. So made him not shake him Let's say when Reuben said to Shimon, I don't have any enough from you. What did Shimon retort? Me too. I don't want to have any enough from you. Right? They both said to each other, I don't want to have any from you. So the next say the Balaveda or Asur and all them on the Masur, listen to this. The, the same, the, the case is the same where Reuben lost the item and Shimon returned it. But in if if this case where the uh, where Shimon also said, I'm not gonna have enough from Ruben's item, he shouldn't return it. Why? He shouldn't return it. He shouldn't return Shimon, shouldn't return it to Ruben, even though it's Shimon returning Ruben's item. He's allowed to do it. Why? Because when he returns the item, he's getting pleasure, he's getting financial pleasure. Why? Because Rabbi Yosef says that a person who returns an item. When he returns the item, he's a shomer sacher. Why? Because while he's doing the mitzvah, if somebody comes over to him, can I can I borrow some money? Can I need some money for tzaka tzaka? I'm in a mitzvah. So he saves him that money, even though it's oh, not boy. likely to happen at that particular moment. But he's considered a shomer sacher because of that. What's in shomer sacher and shomer chinam? Shomer chinam is only obligated for is only ob, only obligated to pay for negligence. A shomer sacher is to pay for lost or stolen. If he lost his stone, why? Because he's being paid. Here, Shimon, when he's returning the item, Reuben's item to Reuben, while he's returning it to him, he doesn't have to give any tzaka. Osik mitzvah, patam and mitzvah. So it's like he's getting money. And if he's getting money, he's like being paid. He's a shomer sacha, and therefore he's patam. So he says, so So one, one of the sheetas, Ravami Nervasi says, the same case, Reuben, he lost his item and Shimon's returning it to him. But in a case like that where not only is Reuven forbidden to have enough from Shimon, but Shimon can't have enough from Reuven. Shimon's getting enough from Reuven now because he's just saving the penny that he has to give to, to, the, uh, to the poor man. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Mitzvah Lad Lahansen. 
Mitzvah Slavna has to do. In terms of that, I know that that's Mitzvah Slavna has You're talking about the Mitzvah, I know that Shimon's getting. That's Mitzvah Slavna has to Mitzvah has Everybody agrees that Mitzvah Slavna has to takes away the, the psychological pleasure of doing the Mitzvah. Well, okay. The Machlok is only a physical pleasure. But well, why doesn't he have an obligation? He has no, obviously returned it. Yeah, he no, has. I'm saying it where he. Where oh, he oh. oh, so, the, so, what, oh. What, he gives it to somebody else. Uh, has, yeah, 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 yeah. So, see, that's good. So, yeah, so you yes, say, on the one hand, he has a mitzvah. Oh, he has a mitzvah, but he's forbidden. But uh, for Reuben, Reuben's forbidden to get an off from him. So, oh. the, the netter, the netter takes can place he, even on a mitzvah. Can he just leave it there when I say, street? yeah, when I said, when I say that these twillin are also to me like a car, but I can't use the twillin. Right. So the netter takes place even on a mitzvah as a shvua doesn't. So if he made a netter, that's a good point. The netter would forbid him from this too. The netter that, that was taken was forbidden too. Remember, the netter that, that we're talking about where Shimon, besides Reuben can't take an offer from Shimon, Shimon can't have an offer from Reuben. Mm-hmm. So, so, so this item, effectively, he cannot do this mitzvah of returning right. the item. Because the netter forbids him from so doing he's, it. He's supposed to just leave it there. I guess so. I guess you know, do the best to return it without doing it directly. Yeah, without doing it directly. You know. Give it to someone else. Yeah, give it to someone else. Yeah, yeah. It's a good, it's a good point. Yeah, but it's a good point because the netter is how even on a mitzvah. Yeah. The question is, the question is, you know, when, when you're davening, you know. Are you are you really if you're really davening it? By the way, if he comes over in the middle of Kriya Shmar, middle of Shmanasrei, you wouldn't give it to him, right? You're not supposed to uh, at, at all. You know, get, get, you know, not supposed to talk or. But you know, most of the time, like Rabbi Wine says, people people are upset when people come into shul. Oh, they're bothering you. You got to give them a quarter. You got to give them a shekel. He says, he says, what are you what are you upset about? You think I had any kavana during davening? That maybe the only the only the only good thing I got out of coming to Dobbing was maybe I maybe this guy needed the money and maybe it's stuck and you want to take that away from me too, you know. But you're right. If you're really Osik Mitzvah, you're part of a mitzvah. So he says, so listen, so therefore, so one of these Ravamin Rasi says, if Shimon as well, just like Ruben can't offer Shimon, if Shimon also forswore having an offer from Ruben, so Shimon can't return the item. The Khadamar, the other one says, no, I feel necessary, even if Ruben. Uh, Ruve, uh, Shimon cannot have raw from Ruvain. Shimon can have a Ruvain. The Maharalei could. When we shimpruta the Rav Yosef, the Rav Yosef lo shkiach. It's not shkiach. It's not light. In other words, it's enough. The Ron explains the fact that that you those mitzvah part mitzvah does say that while I return the item, I'm a shomer sacher, so I'm obligated for ganev and aveda. When when I'm returning your lost item, if something if I lost it or it was stolen from me, I wasn't careful with it. I'm a shomer sacher that whole time. I'm returning it because at any moment. I could, I'm getting paid effectively because during that whole time that it takes me to return the item, I'm I'm potter from giving a tzedakah. So because of it, I'm considered a shomer sacher. However, it's unlikely, you know, it's unlikely that that's going to happen just when I return the item. And therefore the other sheet, that's either Ravami or Asi says, that's not shchiach. And therefore, therefore I'm allowed to return the item. I'm allowed to return the item. You don't really, it's, when is it going to, when am I going to get pleasure, right? I'm going to get pleasure. I'm going to save the money. The proof that what I'm going to save the money only when when the guy asks for money. But if the guy never asks me for money, I'm not really getting any money. I'm not really getting enough. So I could return the item. That's what the Ron says. Take a look at the Ron. Look um, uh, five, five lines from the bottom of the page. That was the first sheet, right? He says that's only why where 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 again where only Reuben couldn't have enough from Shimon. In other words, in the in the basic case where Reuben can't have enough from Shimon, 
There we say, you know, Shimon can return his lost item, right? Unless, you know, you're paid for it, et cetera, then you have to give it away to, to, to Hegdish. Uh, because not giving him back an but also he just he just you know took away your loss, but he didn't give many. Again, he's getting pleasure. You're getting you're, you're, of course you're happy. You found you found your lost wallet. You're happy. You're getting your own stuff back. But he's not. You're not getting him. You're not giving him anything new. You're just giving him back what he had. but also you're taking away his loss. That's not giving you anything. Four lines from the bottom of the page. In the run, miftum leis of lugi. I think of the lani. Shows he mitzvah put them in mitzvah. V'toli lo bit of Yosef. Why does he say it's the putra of Yosef? Because the mishum the pligi ba rabba of Yosef berakakosal adir in Baba Kama. There's a machlok saying rabba of Yosef. The shomer abeda is is a shomer abeda like a shomer sofer or not? And Rabbi Yosef says even the miftum the leis of putra lani. He's considered shomer sofer. Obviously, there's machlokus about it. Rabba doesn't know that way. Ran goes on putra of Yosef l'shiach. Just when I return the item, that's when the Ani is going to come to me. The name of Lomahada, I shouldn't return it because of that. It's unlikely it's going to happen there. Right? It's not likely it's going to happen. It's not Osir I'm not giving, I'm not really giving, I'm not really getting pleasure. Shimon's not getting pleasure while he returns on because it's unlikely that the Ani is going to approach him at that moment. Since it's possible to become and he would get pleasure that way because he wouldn't have to give money. As far as that, that's what Yosef sheet. That's why it's called that. So it's balanced so, out. It's balanced out. Yeah, it's balanced out. It is, but according to the sheet, he's not really getting, I know, and he allowed to. So again, in our mission saying, if Reuben said he can't have enough from Shimon, Shimon could return his lost item. And, and if you're normally paid for that, and Shimon doesn't want to take the money, then they have to get that money and give it to uh, give it to Stuck or give it to the base of English, give it to Egdish, so that it shouldn't be considered like he's giving money back because then he's literally giving you money. I'm giving you money back. You owe me ten dollars, and I give it back to you. I'm giving you money, right? But in uh, but it, that's it, that's in the first case. But where Shimon also can't have enough from Ruben, then we have a machlokus over here. Can Shimon return the item to him or not? Is it considered Mahani uh, of Yosef and he's getting a no or not? That's a machlokus here. We'll pick it up from your tomorrow, Mr. Shem. Have a good day. Shavuot.